What is good, V Gates? Hello to all the dudes and dudettes. This is Connor McLean, and I'm just a dude. So the very first inaugural podcast episode I wanted to do was talking about this previous NBA season and most importantly the NBA Finals. But I wanted to dive into the entire NBA season because it was sick. It was literally one of the most exciting seasons in a long time. We had small market teams kicking ass. Teams that were supposed to be good, not doing good. Injuries, rookies doing well. Just so exciting. It was such a change from Warriors, Cavs, Heat, Spurs, Lakers, whatever. Like it's, it's so sick to see all of these small market teams doing good, building chemistry together. Yeah, Utah's got some problems with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, but whatever, they were the number one seed. It was dope. So... Just to kind of kick things off, like I was getting so tired of seeing all of these NBA and ESPN hosts talking about how small market basketball is bad for NBA markets and business. It's like, why are they even in the NBA if you're going to say that? Because each team is important. There's 30 teams. Yeah, we all know that the Lakers and the Knicks and the Celtics, they've got history, whatever. But it gets boring if it's just those three, four, five same teams every year. This was the first year where the seeding was amazing with the playoffs. The play-in tournament was exciting. A lot of people don't like it. I don't care. I love it. Let's like going over the West, Utah, number one seed. How cool is that? Phoenix, number two seed. Denver, three. You had um, Dallas in there. The play-in tournament had Golden State vying for a playoff spot. Like that's sick against Utah uh, against sorry Memphis with Ja Morant. Like it was so cool. And then in the East, you had the Hawks, the Knicks coming out of the fucking shadows after a ten-year hiatus, and it was just awesome to see. Man, I was so pumped. Like the rookie play was awesome. Lamelo looked so natural in his rookie year. Um, Anthony Edwards looked really good. Tyrese Halliburton. This class was kind of slept on, whatever, due to COVID. Um, not a lot of tape and stuff like that, but I thought there was some really good rookie play. Um, I'm excited to see what they do next year. Um, obviously, this year had a lot of major injuries as a Nuggets fan. Jamal Murray going down before the playoffs was a huge bummer. Um, then you had the likes of... Kyrie and Harden were out. Um, LeBron and AD were out. Um, Embiid was kind of on and off. I, I don't even remember how many major injuries there were, but I'm probably missing a glaring one. Um, but yeah, so I was just pumped to see so much talent across the league. Um, seeing all of these teams really trying to get in the playoffs, having teams that aren't, aren't normally in the playoffs. Uh, scratching their way in, like Washington and Charlotte, playing, trying for a playing game. Um, so yeah, to segue into the NBA Finals, that was the best finals. Like I'm not using her hyperbole or trying to be um, clickbaity or whatever. Like this was such a sick NBA Finals. The talent was insane. Um, I guess just to backtrack a minute, like. Watching the Suns sweep the Nuggets was brutal, but the series before that, um, I believe it was game 
five Suns against Lakers. Suns were up like 30 at half. It was something, I don't remember the specifics, but it was something like 72 to 38 or something crazy. And I remember watching this game and just watching the Suns and going, holy shit. Their defensive chemistry is insane. They were like a pack of hyenas every possession. Los Angeles had no idea what to do. They were throwing passes just awry and like hanging heads, not playing well. Phoenix was jumping all over the place. They were great in transition. They were busting threes. It was like, I remember watching them. I was like, I think this team definitely better than Utah. Um, I was still, Kawhi wasn't out at this point. Um, but I kind of had a hunch that they might go to the finals. Um, and then the East, um, I was getting a little tired of the talking points of, oh, whoever wins it this year is just going to have an asterisk next to their name. It's going to be a free trophy. Um, that shit, I, I think that's garbage, man. Like, of course, every major league sports is about attrition and being able to stay healthy and show up in key moments. Um, and you look like Atlanta played their asses off and they, that was a really good series. Um, but Milwaukee versus Brooklyn, do you think with a healthy Harden, Brooklyn would have won or did the right team win? It's a great question to ask. Um, my favorite player is Giannis. Um, and I think he's unstoppable. So I, I think the right team won, but yeah, go into this, this finals matchup. Um, two really great coaches, two really great teams, both with really good chemistry, both great defensively, which I love seeing. Um, being able to stop possessions, stop transition. There was times when that halftime score like was in the 30s and 40s, and I was like, holy cow. But this was such a good finals. Being able to watch um, Chris Paul distribute... In his first finals, watching the growth of Aiton and Booker, Mikel Bridges, Jay Crowder finding his role. And then you look at Milwaukee and you see Middleton and Giannis playing together for eight years. Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday, some vets. I mean, Brooke has been there for a couple of years, but bringing in Drew Holiday, bringing in PJ Tucker, bringing in Bobby Portis. Dude looks like he's constantly seeing a ghost, but plays like a badass. And so just as a fan... This was such a great NBA Finals, and I hope this is the future of the NBA. Super teams, they're cool, but like Giannis said in his post-game interview, anybody can do that, do their part, and then get a ring. This was proof that this is the hard way to do it, and you have to have perseverance, and you have to have grit, and you have to have chemistry, and show up together every day, and work hard, and yeah... There was serious, they were down 2-0 in the finals. That's what, another thing I really love about NBA specifically and NHL is a, a seven-game uh, final series because a lot of people counted them out. Every host was talking about how, yeah, Milwaukee has momentum, but Phoenix is the better team. They're up 2-0. They'll probably end it in five. And to win, to rattle off four straight wins was just awesome. And I was so pumped Many people may not know, but Giannis has been my favorite player for what six, seven years now. I have, for anybody that doesn't believe me, 
I have screenshots of my tweets from 2015 when I bought a Giannis jersey. When I was tweeting at Giannis, when I was tweeting at the Milwaukee Bucks. Shout out to Austin Drews. I tweeted at him, said I was a Bucks fan back then. I've been obsessed with Giannis since he really, like, I remember watching his pre draft um, footage and everybody talking about him, how he's a super raw prospect, the, the Greek freak. But he was just, something was like magnetic about him. He was just so fun to watch and he was so humble. And back then he could barely speak English. And he was drafted at like 6'8". And then like over the next two years, he grew to like 6'11". And like, you just watch him and he's such a cool guy. He's a freak of nature. The blocks he had, the the, the sh shot where he jumped up and stopped Devin Book Booker's floater. Insane. But... I'm just happy for him. I'm happy for the Bucks. They've kind of been my second team since back then, like I mentioned. Um, and I hope this could be the start of something, start of a dynasty. Eh, I don't like using that term. Um, start of a good future where, you know, Giannis is only 26, going to be 27, I think. Chris is probably a little older. Brooks, obviously old. Drew Holiday's up 30s. PJ Tucker's older than Grover Cleveland. But it'll be interesting to see. Um, and that's how I wanted to talk about the first episode. I just, as a fan of the sport, I love seeing this level of competition. I love seeing new teams work together to build chemistry. You look at the Suns since 2015. You know, they drafted Booker in the lottery and then they got um, Aiton and Bridges and like they haven't really splashed on a superstar. I mean, Chris Paul um, with the trade, but it's not like they're trying every year to go out and get a Kawhi or get a Paul George or whatever. Like they've been kind of modeling themselves off of what the Warriors did, drafting talent that people were sleeping on, developing them, developing chemistry. Same with the Bucks. Draft pick, draft pick, draft pick, and it's just awesome. So I hope you all enjoy the NBA season and the NBA playoffs as much as I did. If you disagree with anything I said, let me know. Love to get your opinion. And thanks again. Be sure to follow, give this a like, and uh, appreciate it. Love you all.